This is the day the Lord has made. Thank you for joining us in worship today. We praise God for you and however you're listening. We pray the message you receive will allow you to strengthen your relationship in Christ and build his kingdom as we seek God, shape lives, and serve the world. Turn with me. We're going to do something a little different today. Turn with me and go ahead and stand to your feet when you got it. You're not standing to honor me or the man who might be up here. We're standing to honor God's word. Word of God reads in Romans 1, 16, 17 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. For in it... The righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Lord God, we thank you. We praise you. We magnify you on today. We give you the glory and honor that's due your name. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who died for us, Lord. And Lord, as we come right now in the name of Jesus, we ask that you would have your way in this place today. Lord, let your word go forth with power. Move mighty. Lord, there's some here who don't know you in the pardon of their sins. We pray that they would yield. We are some here who know you and love you and are new to this area. We pray that we would show them the love that they are looking for as a congregation that they would be feel like they are known noticed and loved lord there's some who know you who have church homes who are visiting we pray that your word will go forth in such a way that when they return home they would be changed they would have a, a new demeanor about them and that they would be a better them for the place where they go Help us to know that a better me makes a better we and a better we makes a better they. Lord, we, we need your power. You are the source. We are simply a resource. As Minister Bozier said earlier, Lord, we are many conductors. And as the power travels from you to us, through us, Let it go forth. When we walk into a room, darkness should flee. Like when you turn the light switch on, we ought to be salt and light. <laughs> light has to come from the source. We are like solar panels absorbing the power from the sun. The S-O-N. 
to light up this dark and dying world. Help us to be salt that preserves and slows down the death and decay that is all around us. Salt influences the pot. When we sprinkle salt in the pot, it awakens the flavor. When we walk into the room, when we walk into our jobs, when we walk into our home, it ought to be different. There ought to be a different influence. There ought to be light and not darkness. Help us, Lord, that we might be what you want us to be. Lord, right now, let Marco sit down. Let your Holy Spirit stand up in me and speak to me and through me and speak a word into the hearing of your people. This is your Bible. These are your people. I'm your man for this moment. Use me as an instrument of your will. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Simple question. What is it? Just a simple question. What is it? Scripture's been read three times now. And sometimes we read and we miss it. What is it? Y'all don't mind if I get the Bible involved, is it? <laughs> Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. For it, it, I-T, it is the power of God. Now, 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 all morning, y'all been hearing about power. Last week, God gave me this scripture. I had no idea what I was going to talk about. Bozer walked in this morning and started telling me about his, him waking up and, and, and the song from PBS and the power company. I'm just studying and studying and studying and don't know God ain't give me nothing. I say, Lord, what, what's going on? I know you focused me in on this particular scripture, but I need a word. And Bozier came in talking about power. Sister Anita Kane came in talking about power. Minister Curry come in and talk about power. Yeah. Now, 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 if you missed it, <laughs> I think God was trying to tell me something. <laughs> and so I had to go get my mind right. And as I'm listening to the Sunday school in one ear, I'm reading in another ear, and in the other ear, I'm reading with my eyes, and in the other ear, I'm listening to some praise and worship, and then got my audio Bible playing just the scripture, just absorbing it. It says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. See, see, when Sister Robin, who's up in the booth helping out with the multimedia ministry, came to me and said, what's the sermon topic? What's going on? The first thing that came to my mind was, I am not ashamed. 
I gave her 4-2. I ain't talking about the number 4-2, but we are 4-2. We 4-2 because we 4-2. See, 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 y'all ain't got that. Some of y'all missed that. That went over y'all head. I'm going to run that back for you. When I say we 4-2 because we 4-2, we F-O-T-U because we are 42. That ain't my age. I ain't talking about my age. I'm a little older than that. Matter of fact, I think I've been, I've been saved for 42 years. But we fought to because we are part of the fellowship of the unashamed. F-O-T-U. Fought to. Why? How do we get to be a part of the fellowship of the unashamed? For 40 years, for 40 years, if you've been around, I know I've been here for at least 36 years. Pastor Tillman, don't, what'd he say? Come on, help me out. Where he came from? He came down through 42 generations. Why does he say that? Where he get that from? I told y'all I was going to get the Bible involved. Turn, turn over to Matthew. Turn over to Matthew. Matthew chapter 1. Now, we just got 116 and 117. Y'all, y'all, if, if y'all don't know, y'all to find out I love numbers. I love them. I took a course in biblical numerology. And I think, I think there's something to be said with numbers. And now mind you, when the Bible was first written, there was no chapter and verses and all of that. But, but somehow, and, and we know through the grace of God and the, and, and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, this gentleman named uh, uh, Nelson, who happened to be a, a, a Bible publisher, numbered chapters and verses and, and these numbers just happen to line up kind of kind of uh, providentially for lack of a better word look at, look, at, look at Matthew 1 and verse 17 it says so all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations and from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations. And from the deportation to Babylon to the Christ, 14 generations. 14, 14, 14. Y'all got the math? Y'all got calculators on your devices. You can use it if you need some help with that. Got three tens, that's 30. Three folds, that's 12. Add them together, that's 42. We fold to because we fold to. But, 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 but don't miss this because again, we're talking about it. It is the power. Jesus came down through 40 and two generations. Jesus was not the 42nd generation. I told y'all I like numbers. See, see, when you act, see, I'm, I'm that kind of nerd that I counted. If, if you go back to verse 1, it goes through the genealogy. I counted. Jesus was actually 41. Now, 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 now y'all looking at me like, Reverend Joe, what you talking about? The Bible say the Christ was 42. See, see, Jesus was 
the Christ. But we are Christians. We call ourselves Christians. We call ourselves little Christ, like Christ. The 42nd generation that is talking about right there is the body of Christ. We are the body. We are the body of Christ. We are foe too. We are the 42nd generation. So, 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 when we go back, I just want to lay that groundwork right there. When we go back and we read again in Romans 1.16, and it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God. The gospel. The gospel, the living, the breathing word, the gospel. What's the gospel? It's simple. Ain't complicated. It's the death, burial, and resurrection. It's the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. That's the gospel. Oh, preachers like myself and others, we take a long time to get there. We, gotta, we, we, we like to go around our elbow to get to the thumb instead of coming straight down the line. But listen, it ain't about me. It ain't about nobody that stands in this pulpit. It is the gospel. See, I learned in school when I was in elementary school, I think, about a, a, a subject and a verb and pronouns and all those uh, prepositions and all of those things. And, and I understand when it says it, you're supposed to go back to the last noun to see what it is. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. For, when you see for, or therefore, or wherefore, you need to go back and look what it's there for. So when I see for, I want to know what it's there for. For it, what's it? What is it? It is referring to the gospel. So if we read this again, it says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for the gospel is the power of God. Amen. But not only is it the power of God, because it reads a little further now, it reads a little further, it says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for for what? For salvation. But, but, but there's a for there. So we just said when we see a for or therefore or wherefore, we need to see what it's there for. God's power comes through the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation. So, so now, now, me being the nerd that I am, I like to play with the, 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 the numbers, but I also like to play with the letters. So in this case, the salvation was for our preservation. He didn't save us just so we can go to heaven. See, because if he had saved us just so we can go to heaven, he would have just raptured us when we got saved. Or we'd have died when we got saved. 
He saved us for a purpose. So, 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 so before we get to the purpose, before we get past the preservation, I want you to understand this word, preservation. He preserved us. When you save somebody, you're preserving them from harm. See, see, again, 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 I know we got some super saints in here. They've been saved all their life. They never done nothing. We're born on the first pew, and so they won't get this. This will miss them. But there's some of us who were saved through the fire. I, I, I know some of y'all were saved from the fire. You ain't never went through the fire. You were saved from, I was saved through the fire. See, see I was like them three Hebrew boys who, who got thrown in the fire and the fire was hot enough to burn off the ties that bound them but it didn't harm them. And, and I'm going to tell you, God is so powerful that they didn't even smell like smoke. Look, look, look. I don't know how he did that one. Because you can't hardly be around somebody that smoke. And the secondhand smoke have you smelling like you just smoke a pack of new posts. So how you going to get thrown in the fire and come out and didn't even smell like smoke. Listen, I, anybody like the barbecue? In, in, it's summertime coming. You fire up the grill. <laughs> anybody ever lost an eyebrow? Mustache? Some hair on the arms? The smoke gonna burn it off. The heat, you ain't even gotta be all the way in the fire. Just the heat from it will send the hair on your arms. So he saved them through the fire and they didn't even smell like smoke. See, see, there's some folk walking around here. I know I could be, I, I, I know that ain't good grammar, but it's good preaching. Listen, I be one of them. I be one of them. I just told y'all saved for 42 years. Well, y'all like, goodness, he don't look like he's 42 yet. I hope I look that good. <laughs> if you came here looking for Reverend Tillman, he ain't here. I'm the shorter, prettier, with more hair version. Listen, 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 listen. He's preserved us. He preserved us. Some of you all got saved through the fire. Some of you all were saved from the fire. Ain't none of them neither way, right or wrong. Amen. You were saved through the fire, not for yourself. Right. Ain't about, again, I said, ain't about me. You wasn't saved for your own good. You were saved to be a recruiter. We got any military folk around here. I know, I know we got some. I know we got quite a few. You signed up. I was one of Uncle Sam's misguided children. <laughs> My devil dogs in here know what I'm talking about. There's another one we got that you signed the contract, but I can't use that other word. You signed the military contract. That's what it was. So, 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 
But when you signed up, when you enlisted, there was someone on the other side called a recruiter. Some of you older folk might have been drafted. You were voluntold. See, those of my generation, we volunteered. I was in the Marine Corps, 92 to the, the 98. And I volunteered to go. Let it pay for college. I grew up in a project. Mama ain't had no money to send me to college. Ain't nobody here but us, y'all. I'm, I'm going to keep it real. I was pretty smart. I got an academic scholarship, but that only paid my tuition. I needed to get room and board taken care of. So I was going in the Marine Corps anyway. So I said, hey, y'all going to let me go in and be an officer? I get higher rank if I get my degree. And y'all going to pay for me to live in the ROTC dorm? Sign me up. Run it. So, so I share that because, again, you have a recruiter. You were preserved salvation. You were preserved two. Let me, let, me, let me bring you back. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation too. What is it? It is the power of God. It is the preservation of God. It is the power of God for the preservation of God to the people of God. To everyone. Understand this. God is everybody's God. He created the universe. I don't care if you Buddhist, Muslim, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. God's people, God is everybody's God, but he's not everybody's father. We'll talk about that later. He's everybody's God. Care if you call him Allah. Care if you call him Buddha. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. I told you he's everybody's God, but he's not everybody's Father. Okay? Seek him now, you can know him as Father. Seek him later, you'll be seeing him from the fire. And ain't no more salvation after that. I'm just saying. Listen, I, I got saved, preserved, not because I thought it was a good thing. I wasn't all that holy. I was a drug baby. Mama drugged me to church. Grandmama drugged me to church. My big sister drugged me to church. And they kept on dragging me until it got, until it stuck. And so, here we see what it is it is the power of God for the preservation of God's people. To everyone. To everyone who believes. To everyone who is the everyone. Everyone who believes. 
See, I told you he's everybody's God, but he's not everybody's Father. See, those of us who believe, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He is everybody's God, but he's not everybody's Father. So, so here we have it. I answered the question, what is it? The gospel. It is the power of God for the preservation of God's people to everyone who believes. What's the purpose? Purpose is belief. That's the purpose. I told you we was going to deal with the purpose. The purpose is for you to believe. L listen to this. If you didn't realize it, you were created for a purpose. There's something that you have to do in this world that you are uniquely qualified for. You were created for a purpose. And if you haven't found your purpose, just go back to your childhood. What did you dream of when you was a child? Y'all, if y'all ain't figured it out yet, I love to talk. And I figured out early on that if I had to do anything other than run my mouth to make a living, I starved to death. So everything I have done involves some type of communication. Whether I was selling something and teaching them about the product and informing them in such a way as to persuade them to purchase what I was offering. It's the same thing in the kingdom. When you have the power of his preservation and you are truly his people, your purpose, I said you're a recruiter. Your purpose. Look, 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 look at this. This God, y'all, they say, yeah, nothing to do with me. I just doing my regular devotion. And the devotion I'm doing right now, I just started a five-day devotion. I usually do two or three different devotions. But this one, I just started a five-day devotion this morning. And it says, living changed purpose. Day one, created for purpose. Each of us was born to fulfill a specific purpose in this world. Even though we might not choose to acknowledge it or have figured it out yet, God designed every single person with an incredibly unique combination of gifts that he wants to use to grow his church. Thankfully, God has placed clues in our hearts and through the Holy Spirit guides us to discover our purpose. As children, we have such big imaginations. We create characters in whole worlds where we see ourselves as capable of anything. The sky's the limit. We haven't learned what to feel or been told we can't. We're not yet confined by life's harsh realities or worried about status. We're confident in who we are and free to play out our dreams. I can remember playing in the front yard. This is the, 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 the young lady that wrote the devotional. She said, I can remember playing in the front yard in my superhero pajamas with the matching top and bottom. I was Wonder Woman, she says, rescuing the world from danger. I stand 
God on the porch with my hands on my hips. And at the first sign of trouble, I would jump in to save the day. Even after playing all day long, I wouldn't get tired of it. When you and your purpose, you get what I call good and tired. It gives you energy to do what it is when you and your purpose. She says, when I got older, I wondered why I had that particular desire. When I was little, it became clear to me that even as a child, I wanted to help those who couldn't help themselves. She said, as a pastor, that's exactly what I get to do today. I work tirelessly to rescue people from the gates of hell by leading them to the rescuer. See, I know God put me on this earth to help save people. He put that desire in me from the beginning. Maybe, maybe you don't want to be a superhero. Instead, you follow the nightly bedtime routine for all your dolls or set up class of stuffed animals to teach. Maybe you pretended to heal the sick, report the news, or explore new worlds. Whatever dreams you had as a child, they weren't in your heart by coincidence. God placed them there for a purpose. Even though the world may have convinced you to dismiss them as imaginary, they're still there, woven into the fabric of who you are made to be. If you're unsure of God's purpose for you, look at what you've dreamed. Consider the things that draw you to tears, pull on your heartstrings, get you fired up, bring you to a righteous anger. He put those things in you, uniquely creating you for a purpose that only you can fulfill. You're created for a purpose. Look, 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 look. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. That is the power of God for the preservation of God's people for the purpose. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. Well, why the Jew first? Why not the African first? Why not the Italian first? Why not the English first? Why not the German first? To the Jew first, Jesus was a Jew. To the Jew first, when he separated Israel, when he told Abraham to leave his father's house, he was a moon worshiper, said, we're going to make a mighty nation out of you. And Abraham had Isaac, and Isaac had Jacob. And Jacob became Israel. And Joseph was born of Israel as an old man. And Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers, thrown in the pit, sold to Potiphar. Potiphar's wife lied on him and Potiphar threw him in prison. But he went from the pit to Potiphar to the prison and eventually made it to the palace. He had to go through 13 years of suffering 
to get to his purpose. Why he had to go through that? I don't know. Why the Jew first? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm pretty smart. But there's another P word that I learned when it comes to God. It's a great theologian that wrote about it and sang about it and even danced about it. That great theologian, Bobby Brown, said it's my prerogative. <laughs> and that's what God is saying right there. It's his prerogative. He can do what he want to do. It's his prerogative. I don't understand it. I go back to the song Grandma used to sing. We'll understand it better by and by. You ain't going to understand all of it. Lord, why am I having to go through this? Why I got to go through this? Why I had to get in a car accident? Why I had to injure my back? Why I couldn't do 20 years in the Marine Corps and I could only do six years? Why I, didn't, why I couldn't go be a military chaplain instead of being hard-headed because I wanted to be a Marine? Last time I checked, Marine Corps still don't have chaplains, y'all. I've supposed to been chaplain, but I just want to be a Marine. One of the few, the proud, I guess I was the few, the proud, the stupid. I could have been in the Navy and served Marines as a chaplain. Could have been in the Army, Air Force, Coast Guard. They got chaplains. Marine Corps, no chaplains. Navy chaplain served the Marine Corps. I digress. Listen. It is his prerogative. So we ain't gonna even get on that. It's his prerogative. That's it. But look at what verse 17 says. For in it, in it, what is it? What is it? Oh, y'all paying attention. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Last point. For in it, the righteousness, that's our priority. Amen. That's our priority. You don't believe me? Read the word. What we do every morning, y'all? What time? Why? What, what's, where does 633 come from? Matthew 633. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. See, we get it out of order. We seek things. We seek status. We seek positions. We seek popularity and, and all of those things instead of seeking God's righteousness. We seek his righteousness. Everything else falls in line. Priority. You know, it wasn't until about 50 years ago that there was even a plural version of the word priority. So we have, we have to prioritize our many priorities. There's only one priority. It's only one priority. You can't have multiple priorities. It's an oxymoron. It don't fit. 
when you prioritize God, everything. I prioritize my life like this. Faith, family, finance. See, when you're right with God, when you're lined up, when you have your priority, singular, straight, not, not, not coming to church on Sunday morning, not serving in the church as a deacon or usher or choir member or whatever, that's not the priority. The priority is your personal relationship with God. That's the priority. That's where righteousness comes from. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in my heart that, he's, that God raised him from the dead, then we shall be saved, preserved. For with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, but with the heart belief is made unto righteousness. Again, the priority in order to get your purpose you must have your, the correct priority. You can't get it out of order. The world will tell you, seek your purpose. Seek your purpose. You ain't got your priority straight. Listen, listen, listen. I'm almost done. The righteous shall live by faith. 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 The righteous ain't from Missouri. You know why I say that? Because Missouri is the show me state. We walk by faith, not by sight. So many of us got to see it before we believe it. Or, or, or we get it twisted like this. God said it. I believe it. That settles it. No, you got it backwards, boo-boo. God said it. That settles it. Whether you believe it or not, it's settled in heaven. When he said it, it was done. It was settled. God said it. It's settled. It's done. Done deal. He preserved us. Salvation. 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 Why we get saved? I ain't get saved because it was because I was so noble. I got saved because I ain't want to go to hell. Oh, I know some of y'all 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 treat it like like I, I don't know about you, but I love college football and I watch. I, I follow. I'm a, I'm a huge Georgia Bulldog fan. I follow them. Anywho, reigning national champions. Uh, Anywho, anywho, college or uh, high school athletes commit to a school and say, I'm going there. They give a verbal commitment. They confess it out of their mouth. And later on, they may actually sign with that school. But we don't know what's going on in their heart. Some of them went there because they couldn't go to the school that they really want to go to. Some of them went there because that was the only offer they got. But it's not like that with God. See, God 
it's extending an invitation to everyone. He's extending an invitation to preserve you from the fires of hell. That's being saved from your past. That's being saved from the penalty of sin. Saved from the penalty of sin. That's your past. Well, what's happening? I'm in the present right now. I ain't in the past. In the present, we are being saved daily. Being cleaned up. Sanctified. Sanctification is a progressive thing. We're growing. Listen, listen, listen. When I got saved, it didn't mean that I was ready to go to heaven. I'm ready to be put in the museum. I can be, uh, what do they call it, uh, canonized as a saint. This ain't a museum, y'all. This is a church-owned mission. It's Mercy Hospital. This is where broken people come. They come to get healed. They come to get healthy. If you don't know him and you think that we got it going on because we clean up and put on our Sunday go to meeting clothes, some of us tore up from the floor up. Need a check up from the neck up. Head jacked up. We just trying to get it together. But we know we couldn't do it on our own. I need help. Reverend Tillman, help me. I was a stupid little boy. The word of God says foolishness is bound up in the heart of child. And the rod of correction will drive it far from him. I love my father. I had to learn to forgive my father. My biological father, he was in and out of prison when I was growing up. I was angry with him when, even after he died. I didn't get to know him to really get to know him until I was about 19 years old. By the time I was 23, I was burying him. I was angry, even as a young man, even as a young Marine. And I began to spiral because of the anger and the bitterness. It was three years later or two years later before I was able to properly process my past. And God cleaned me up and worked through me and, worked and helped me to get through that. Listen, forgiveness is not an event. It's an event when God does it because it's instantaneous. He's, he's, he's that. We ain't, we ain't that. It is a process. Some of y'all walking around here with church hurt. Some of y'all walking around here with family hurt. Some of y'all walking around here with childhood hurt, with daddy issues, with mama issues, something somebody did to you when you were a kid. I ain't making an excuse for it. Wrong is wrong. But you got to properly process your past in order for you to move forward. We are saved, past tense, from the penalty of sin. We are being saved, present tense, sanctified from the power of sin over us. Because it is the power. Sin is not the power. The gospel is the power. And we go through all of that for a future hope. Where we are be saved from the very presence of sin. 
Why did I share all that with you? Because if you don't know him, I want you to know him. I'm extending the invitation. I'm done. I'm done. I'm extending the invitation. Play something softly, quiet. Y'all get ready to sing. Praise team. <laughs> Mother and daughter. Listen, listen, listen. This is real serious right here. I don't know where you got to be. I don't know what time it is. I, I've completely lost track of time. I know I, we got some other things to do. We got some other things to say, but this is the most important part of the service right here. Please don't miss this. Don't rush out. Please don't rush out. Please don't rush out. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. When we pray, I want every eye closed, every head bowed. Where my ministers? Minister Curry, we're, we're Bozen. Listen. It's real important, y'all. Because oftentimes we, we hear the word and we rush out. We get distracted. And Satan comes and plucks it out. Or the cares of this world distracts us. Hear me, this is so vitally important. We're going to pray. If you hear and you can't say with 100% assurity that God is my Father, Christ is my Savior, and heaven is my home, I want you to come forward. If, if, you, if you are here when we pray and you are without a church home, and you want to unite with this congregation, we want you to come forward. If you are here and, 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 and give God praise, they, they're coming forward. I, I, I wasn't ready, but come on, come on, come on, come on. Give God praise. That's a whole family coming. See, 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 we've been praying. We've been praying for the Lord of the harvest to send laborers. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. And, and if you're here, and maybe you're not from this area, maybe you're visiting. Maybe you're visiting. And maybe you are a part of a, a church back home where you're from, where we want to help you get connected. We have a network all over this world because the body of Christ is universal. We want you to come forward. Or, or if, you, if you don't want to come forward, you can simply text. Come on, come on, sister, come on. If you're watching us online, you can simply text 
if, if, if you pray with us to receive Christ, you can text the word SAVED, S-A-V-E-D, to 912-575-7504. Should be on your screen. 912-575-7504. We're going to pray here in a minute. But I, I want, this is real important, y'all. This is the most important thing. It's the most important thing. We'll get all the other announcements and all of that stuff. We'll get all of that. But, but this right here is the purpose of the church. Listen, listen, listen. The church is the only organization comprised of members that exists primarily for the benefit of non-members. Let me say that again. That missed some of y'all. The church is an organization comprised of members that exists primarily for the benefit of non-members. We ought to be a forward, a outward facing when we circle and pray, we don't look at each other. We ought to be facing out, looking to see who we can bring into the circle. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we magnify you. We give you the glory and honor that's due your name. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to share these few scattered words. But Lord, we know that your word says it will go forth and it will not return unto you void. But it would accomplish that thing for which it was sent forth. And Lord, we know that your heart's desire is that none would perish. But that all would come to a knowledge of salvation. Your command was to repent. That's a 180. To turn. And even those of us that already know you in the pardon of our sins, some of us that need to be sanctified, we need to be cleaned up. You said that if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from their wicked ways, then you would hear from heaven, then you would heal our land. We are sick because of wickedness in the church. We are sick because we refuse to turn. We are sick because of the church has failed to do what it's supposed to do. Lord, forgive us. Help us, Lord. Through your power. You said it was the power that worketh in us. But we're not saved by works, but we are saved by grace through faith. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Maybe you're here. And you say, well, Reverend George, I've been in church all my life. And I thought I was saved, but maybe I'm not. 
if you're not 100% sure that if you died this moment that God is your father and heaven is your home just slip your hand in the air if you are unsure about your salvation if you're online with us you're listening to us by podcast Text the number on your screen. Text saved. If you want to be saved. Lord, you said compel them. Y'all going to get the lunch. Just hold on. You said compel them to come. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for these who have come. We thank you for those even now online who are texting, who are putting, posted in comments on Facebook and YouTube. We thank you for those who will hear this message even later. That they would come to know you in the pardon of their sins. Thank you, Lord. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. You you are good.
to be. You are, you are my strength. Like no like no other. Hallelujah. Strength like no other. benediction we got a few announcements but when I do the benediction I want to ask those of you that are in the house to remain seated to remain seated and let the ushers dismiss you we don't want you to crowd up we want to keep everybody uh, uh, socially distant we, we want to but we got a, a few announcements listen to the, today at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. NAACP mass meeting at uh, Bethlehem 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 Missionary Baptist Church, that's at 4 p.m. Reverend Paul E. Smith is the pastor there. And I think that'll also be streamed on the NAACP's uh, website if you're not able to make it in person. It's not being streamed. It's not being streamed. In person only. In person only. I'm, I've just been corrected. Okay. Also, I want to recognize, where my May babies at? May babies, May babies. You're born in May. Raise your hand, wave, let us know. We want to wish you a happy birthday. To all those who were born in the month of May, God bless you. We want to wish you a happy birthday. We want to recognize you. Now, if you're a member of First African and you are born in May and you didn't receive a birthday card, that's probably because you hadn't updated your information. You not moved and we don't have your new address, so update your information. And you can do that simply by texting FAB to the 912-575-7504. You can text to that number and it'll, it'll send you a link. You click on that link and you can fill out a quick form there to update your contact information. We want to keep in touch with you. Hey, hey, we text in church. Hey, be sure if you're watching us online to give us a like, a follow, uh, uh, subscribe on our YouTube page, on Facebook, so that when we go live, you get notifications. We're doing things all the time, both in person and online, and we want to keep you informed, keep you in the loop. It, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. If you want to give and you had not had the opportunity to give, on your way out, there are boxes on either side. You can drop your gift into the offering. If you want to give online, you can give online. You can text GIVE, G-I-V-E, to 912-575-7504. You can text GIVE to 912 
575-7504 and you can give online through our Givelify app. So that, uh, one other thing, June 4th, we're praying, we're praying, we're, we're, we're still in our period of prayer in, in regards to uh, what Sister Jordan announced uh, regarding Pastor's 40th appreciation. We are praying so that God would show us what he wants us to do. We don't want to we don't want to plan and do something and ask God to bless our mess. We want to hear from God. So we are praying under the leadership of our pastor. So we'll continue in prayer. We should be getting with your various uh, ministries and ministry initiative teams and your auxiliaries and praying about what you would do, what God would have you as individuals or as, as ministry teams to do. We're also, also on the fifth Sunday, which is next Sunday, at 4 p.m., all the pastors will be getting together and having a day of prayer and, and praying over our city. And then we will culminate on Saturday, June 4th, we will, we will kick off uh, uh, one of our events. We've been praying about different events right here at First African Baptist Church. Saturday, June 4th, uh, the, uh, the uh, changing guns or beating guns, beating guns, in, 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 in regards to uh, the scripture where it says we'll beat our plows, uh, beat our swords in the plowshares. We are beating guns. We will have an event here. We'll be also over in Franklin Square right out in front of us with that event on Saturday, June 4th. Stay tuned to our website. Stay tuned to our YouTube and Facebook for more information regarding that. Those things are already posted on our pages. Make sure you connect with First African Baptist Church if you're a member. And if you're a friend in the community and you want to know what's going on, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube. That's the most up-to-date information you can find on us. Let us go to God in prayer. Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we magnify you, we give you the glory and honor that's due your name. We thank you for your son Jesus who died for us, Lord. And we just thank you for this opportunity, again, to share with your people on today. Lord, we ask that you would have your way. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, continue to bless us, continue to watch over us, continue to lead God and direct us. Now may the grace of God, the love of Jesus, and the sweet community of the Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore. Let every heart say amen, amen, amen. Also want to recognize Michael Brown and Clyde Clyde, new disciples, some other new disciples, Michael joined online, and uh, Clyde, Minister Bozier, text me on him, uh, these are new disciples that have joined Clyde Davis, Clyde Davis, oh, praise the Lord, uh, I don't know if it's that Clyde Davis, but hey, um, baptism will be June 5th, first Sunday, June 5th, we will have baptism. Uh, and if those others who are joining us online, there's forms online on our Facebook page and, and those links are on our uh, various social media sites. You can join and fill out your information. We want to get you baptized and follow the Lord and believe in baptism and, and, and get you through our new disciple orientation and welcome you into the fellowship. Amen. God bless you. God keep you and have a great day. Remain connected to us as we build God's kingdom together. 
Join us on Facebook at the historic First African Baptist Church and our website, firstafricanbc.com. You may also contribute through an app called Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. May God bless you and thank you for worshiping with us. <laughs>